And so I think it really just was like God's timing and the fact that the essence of starting this podcast and all about and it's all about healing and it's all about supporting each other and supporting other women and men that are so currently on their healing journeys. You don't meet too many people that talk about, hey, I'm on a healing journey. Let's be friends while we're on our healing journey together. And I think it's so beautiful in that because there's so many things that we have already learned about each other and how we first started our healing journeys and how we transformed into the healing journey that we are on now with each other and I think there's a lot of beauty in that because we're taking the lessons we're taking the what worked what didn't work and we're giving each other advice and we're supporting each other we're building each other and to me that is me what to me that's what friendship really means Hi, my name is Chanel. Hi, everyone. My name is Ashley. Welcome to Soothing Her, the podcast, a transformative journey through the art of healing. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be tackling the many facets of healing, the power of resilience, sharing personal stories, and welcoming expert insights. Truly, this is Soothing Her, the podcast. This is Soothing Her. Soothing Hair community, hello, good day. Welcome to our podcast where we will be talking about healing our relationship in the friendship space. Yes, hello everyone, welcome back. I'm here with, of course, our girl Chanel and my name's Ashley. Hey. Hi. The Beatles said it best. I get by with a little help from my friends Mm -hmm. and... I feel like that is so true. Oh, how wonderful it is to have great friends. For me, it's like coffee on a Saturday morning, something that I look so strongly towards. It's just a beautiful part of my life. I definitely agree. I think my friends have just been there for me and they've seen me through my highs we've all celebrated with each other they've also seen me at my lowest and I've also seen them at their lowest so it's just a beautiful thing to be able to experience life with people that are always constantly in your corner that got your back there's nothing more just like exactly how you said it like there's just nothing like friendship yeah there's nothing like it so while we talk about that we will be diving into the space of what does the art of healing within friendship look like talking about the value of friendship how our own stories began and choosing to remain friends understanding the impacts of friendships on healing how that can influence your healing journey creating and navigating healthy relationships with your friends how to make and keep friends exploring common obstacles or even challenges you might encounter trying to heal within friendships and of course going deeper into all friendship circles how to stay connected in those friendships and as we conclude every episode how will we be soothing her this week as we dive into the subject of 
healing friendships or healing within friendships. With our first subject, what does the art of healing look like within friendship? Ash, what is your perspective on that? I think it's taking a step back and looking and evaluating the friendships that you currently have and asking yourself, okay, on all levels, is this person helping me grow? Am I learning from this person? Are they learning from me? Are we both adding value to our lives that are helping us get to the next level? And are and in terms of our communication styles and the our personalities and evaluating, okay, my relationship with this person, how has it been? Has it do I feel good? Do I am I happy? Do they bring out the best in me? Do I bring out the best in them? And also taking a step back and evaluating certain friends that it may not be the case. Are and in that case it's like, are they triggering something in me that possibly I may need to work on? Do they help my personal development by, you know, calling me out on things that I need to work on? Um, or are, are there certain friendships that you may need to evaluate where, you know, that you may possibly need to have that conversation with them and say, hey, you know, we're maybe we're not on the same page in life. Maybe we're just growing apart. And, you know, they say friendship breakups hurt the most, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, it's really just the healing is really just, again, doing the same the same work that you're doing on yourself, but then evaluating those relationships with the people that you call your friends like. And it's also asking yourself, what is a friend? What does a what does friendship mean to you? What do you what are your expectations in a friendship? And once you ask yourself those questions and you have the answers to those questions, then you can take those responses and evaluate them to every single person in your life that you do call a friend and say, hey, what are they? What are the responses to all these questions when I look at their relationship with me and my relationship with them? And are they is it where I would like it to be? Do I want this person to continue in my life? Like, again, like, are we growing as a person? Are we adding value? Or is it actually something negative? Are they not helping me on my journey? Are they um, bringing me, are they holding me back in some stance where maybe our belief systems like don't align and where we want to go in life and it's causing us to grow apart and honestly being okay with that. And it's also even evaluating those even close circle of friends or colleagues that you have in your life that you may think that they're your friend, but are, do they think that they're your friend? My father said it best a few years ago, your friend might not be the friend you think. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely so true because while you are thinking of that person as your friend, they are not valued, nor thinking of you as that. It's just an acquaintance or an introduction that you, they know. And over the course of life, I have noted friends that I have. I have called people my friends. That takes a little time before that actually happens. I don't immediately make an acquaintance and that person becomes a friend to me. There is a small examinational time of letting that person in my life. And then when I decided that we are both, in a sense, compatible in many ways, looking at that with a firm and consistent strength in my life like that is somebody that I want to spend time with I want to get to know 
And before that, to be quite honest, it wasn't that intentional for me. It was, okay, I met somebody and we've connected. There are certain values that we have that is similar to each other. And we have certain hobbies that we like to do. And we just want to have the company to go and do that together. And that would have been the extent of that. And grabbing lunch or dinner, whatever that might be, just to keep that relationship alive and keep it going making an effort to let that person see i'm trying to be in your life i'm trying to value that relationship like i want that relationship maybe not just for something in particular just because i want good friends in my life and they might not see it that way i did not know that you can cancel friends until it happened to me recently so i didn't know that i just thought that you know what if we are friends i've chosen you to be in my life i want you in my space we're good friends Mm -hmm. and if there are certain boundaries that you cross i will let you know of course respectfully this was not said in the kindest of words i don't like this tone i have always set those boundaries with friends in that respect but then i didn't realize that there are some people who are more strongly on that than i am like they are so sure of the person that they want in their life And there was this person I was trying to get to know a few weeks ago. Not romantically, of course, guys. It's a girl that we're building a friendship. Come on. (laughs) I think it's funny that you have to put that disclaimer out there. She literally told, she sent me a message and she she said to me that she does not think we can be friends. And I totally took a step back. I was like, what? Does this, this happen to me? Is this really happening? Like you can do that to somebody in the past? If we have not connected or if I realize that, you know, you being my space does not align pretty well with my energy, with my vibe, I have just taken a step back. Like that relationship will fade into oblivion kind of, but never, I don't want to be friends with you. I'm going to delete your number because it's one other number I don't want to see on my phone. So taking that proactive measure into the people that you want in your life and importantly, in the way that you want to grow much of what you said earlier is so true because when you are trying to go somewhere you can't take everybody with you and you just have to realize who these people are that are on the same journey or similar journey or supporting respectfully supporting your journey and let those who don't come into that space you know continue with you we have to be strong enough to let that go I agree with that. And it's also in addition to what Chanel is saying, I think another part of it too, and we've talked about this on our couple episodes already, but it is building and continuing to work on that self-confidence and esteem and developing your own character and morals and values that you have within yourself that will help you determine who should be in your life and who shouldn't be in your life. You will have such a strong discernment of the kind of things that you want and you know, I know our relationship started with mutual introductions Mm -hmm. and it was by choice that we decided to remain friends. So I don't, I don't even think that we were thinking of it in that space like we are right now, but it was just sometimes the magic, the magic of what you need in a friend just happens by destiny. Mm -hmm. And it was just, we were introduced circumstances happened those all the mutual acquaintances parted ways from all lives and we were like let's be friends let's hang out and i mean during the first stages of that we were seeing each other almost every like we were doing something almost every weekend hanging out even now 
but it just felt like in the beginning like we had such intentionality to be there for each other to want to be friends to invest in that relationship because that is a that is something that's a cost of friendship investing in those relationships time and time again yeah and that investment is so important too because i agree with you yeah the way you know that we did meet <laughs> and of course it was just i think it was just god's timing to be honest i think we needed each other at that time and we decided to remain friends and continue to get to know each other too because while we were um, getting to know each other in the beginning stages you know we still didn't like you mentioned like we didn't continue to start hanging out and it was only hanging out with um, you know all of our mutual friends like all together but not necessarily us one-on-one and so I think it really just was like God's timing and the fact that the essence of starting this podcast and all about and it's all about healing and it's all about supporting each other and supporting other women and men that are so currently on their healing journeys. You don't meet too many people that talk about, hey, I'm on a healing journey. Let's be friends while we're on our healing journey together. And I think it's so beautiful in that because there's so many things that we have already learned about each other and how we first started our healing journeys and how we transformed into the healing journey that we are on now with each other and I think there's a lot of beauty in that because we're taking the lessons we're taking the what worked what didn't work and we're giving each other advice and we're supporting each other we're building each other and to me that is me what to me that's what friendship really means it's just being there and I consider that as like a building like a sister like you are my sister and my personal development life like you're my sister in my helping me with um advancing in my career you're my sister in christ you're my sister in everything and so that's those are the types of relationships that i look for love how you say that and thank you for choosing me too because (laughs) that was a choice so yeah choosing friends is a choice that you make for the purpose of your life i don't think i have truly identified yet what my entire purpose is there there are feelings of it occasionally that comes to life inside of me and i know what i feel compelled and called to do but it's just so great when you know that you have people falling in place in your life that's kind of pushing you closer to what that purpose is let's discuss a little bit with how you see that when when you choose friends and like us falling in sync with each other it's almost our situations like happened in parallel dimensions mm-hmm. you know and then we found each other and then we held on to each other and then we've started growing a different way together strengthening each other through that how do friendships influence somebody's healing journey i think it's really just the way that they are present yes oh my goodness talk to me a little bit about that so is this person during my healing journey, do I feel confident? Do I trust them with what I'm telling them? Do I trust them that the, conf- the what we discussed in confidence will stay with them? Yeah. And that's really important too, especially with whatever healing journey you're on, whether it's work within your workplace, whether it's within your family, whether it's healing from heartbreak, whether it's healing your relationship with God, as we talked about, and your church community, you know, 
it's really difficult when you are really close with someone that's still maybe close with someone that has done you wrong or still close with someone that is in the main circle of people or of that person that has done you wrong or whatever uh, trauma that they have caused you. And I think the first part is really important to be like, do I trust this person? And do I feel confident in this person that what I'm saying to them, when I'm communicating how I truly feel, when I'm communicating, these are my experiences. And whether it's venting, whether it's coming and just crying, crying, whether it's just whatever. Exactly. And it's you just want to make sure that that information is not being then told to other people because then that really can impact your healing journey. You're you're already so much at, at a fragile point when you are healing, when your heart has been broken, your trust has been broken, you've been betrayed, whatever you are healing from, it is you're already at a, such a fragile point that any little thing that can happen, you're it's going to just set you off. That sever that trust with them cuz yeah, you're you're choosing to let that person be at the front stage of that situation with you and you are now trusting certain people into your space to rely on to lean on and you know for somebody to for you to might have to be betrayed by somebody like that it can definitely make that whole situation so fragile for you that relationship with them fragile and even trusting your own self in doing the work that you're doing for yourself questioning that work that you're doing and how you're doing it to taking an introspection to see am I doing the work properly am I not seeing certain things that I should be seeing am I am I blinded to certain actions and behaviors from other people and maybe even beat yourself up too because you you're probably feeling like I'm failing at this again when I'm really making an effort to keep trying it can be hard mm-hmm. it definitely can be and when you're on a healing journey i know we're talking about the importance of friendship and understanding how friendships can influence your healing journey but you also want to be mindful too that when you are letting people in it is also very important to still have that discernment too when it comes to the people that you're choosing to confide in because yeah just because you're already again so fragile and you're already so sensitive especially if something that happened to you is still so fresh you know i do want to stress the importance of if you really do need your alone time to communicate that to the people that you're close with Um, and then the next point that I will mention when it comes to a friendship's influence on your healing journey is how often they are making an effort to check in on you and and I know that it's not another person's response you're not someone else's responsibility but if something really bad happened to you where it it would just naturally cause someone to want to check in and be like, hey, let's go out to eat. Hey, what are you doing today? Did you eat today? Did you sleep today? Did you shower today? You know, just all the little things, basic yeah. things, you know, and it's like, and I'm, you know, and more of those basic needs are, I would say, I mean, it could be for anyone, but I know it's more prevalent in people that have experienced a lot of trauma, but mm-hmm. Um, and especially for those that have healed, that are healing from like a really significant heartbreak, whatever type of heartbreak that is, you know, we, it really, it can, those types of things can really cause you to just kind of let, let, like just kind of forget, mm-hmm. you know, yourself for a second. And you just don't feel like getting out of bed. Like you're all this, you have all these emotions going on and I cannot tell you how important it is for you to just, for uh, someone close to you to just send that check-in text, yeah. send that, did you eat today? 
I'm bringing over food. I'm door dashing. I'm postmating. I'm grub. I'm whatever. I'm making. I'm delivering something to you to to make sure that you eat. Or I'm coming over and I'm banging on your door. Do you better come answer this door? You know, and those and that will tell you people that actually care about your true well-being. Yeah, definitely. There is no question about who they are when they show up like that for you because that value of we need that support at any stage in our lives, but so importantly when we're going through those very difficult, challenging times. And of course, one of the common themes between the two of us is that heartbreak situation. <clears throat> at least, well, with us kind of being young and I suppose it's the time frame in our lives, the time in our lives, but yes, that friendship circle is so important. You know, just being there making time to spend together and as you mentioned earlier there might be mutual friends in that common circle that you might not want to be around because of certain energies because of certain things that they will be introducing into your own space your own life like doing bring back triggers that you don't want to feel again having friends who understand that and create a safe space away from that environment for you maybe just a movie night at their home or just a game night at somebody else's place that you get a chance to kind of go out and still have some social connection so that you're not feeling you're not getting so comfortable being on your own and being in solitude that is necessary absolutely you know on a previous episode we've talked about self-care and self-healing we know that time is so important but also not forgetting the importance and the effect of having that social connection with others and to keep that relationship going having the best laugh just talking about nonsense that probably creates a nice fun distraction for you and builds that environment where you know that you have people who are serious about you getting back to yourself who will hold you accountable who will also encourage you because through the healing journey, there are highs and lows of that time frame. And you want to have friends in your life that will understand both. It will come with this great joyous time for me where I want to celebrate. I want to be there with full honesty. But there are times that I don't make the best decisions even while I'm going through that process. And I don't feel great. But they will come and pull you out of that environment, pull you back into a good a better space so you're reminded that you're alive like this world is going on and the clock is ticking and we have to keep leaving but there are moments that i know that you will want to curl up in a ball and be by yourself and i can be right there with you you know just good friends that can be there like this for you right and i think it's important too that you touched on those points because it's also important that you touched on like accountability and I think that's important when you talk about how your friendships can influence your healing journey. I think it's important for you to decipher between friends that when you're getting whatever you're healing from that will hold you to accountability. Like maybe not when it's super fresh and you're coming out of it, but through, you know, baby steps as time goes on and you can have more conversations with this person and then you can kind of get their, their perspective from it, but also you know, making sure that, again, this is this other person's perspective and they are not you at this at the same time. So, but taking their perspective and thinking about it and processing it 
and maybe there are lessons there that this person has either gone through a similar experience that you've gone through or um, they can give or shed some type of light because maybe they saw something that you didn't see while you were in that situation that you can be like oh okay this is what was going on during that situation this is how I in my bubble being with in the situation how I perceived it but then someone on the outside looking in this is what it looked like from looking in you can kind of do that comparison and that processing and that analyzing which can also help you on your healing journey if you're trying to process you know why certain things happened or um and that can really be helpful as well um and another thing i wanted to point out with is also friendships that you can that know are not encouraging like negative behavior during your healing journey not encouraging you to be like petty not encouraging you to um do something that you normally wouldn't otherwise do or you know that isn't right because you feel like you're in the mindset of pain you can get away with certain things and they will encourage that but you know it needs to be for the better it needs to be for the better and understanding that yeah definitely as ashley was sharing you know you will discuss and and have people in your circle that might have gone through similar experiences that will share how they've gotten over that matter but everybody's journey is different and everybody internal structure and processing is so different so we can respectfully listen but tailor that to how we can manage that expectation from us how we can manage that advice within our own space and in our own life because we cannot just immediately take it and try to implement it. It might not work for us. We have to figure out what are our levels of tolerance that we can put that into our space and have it work for us. And if we feel like it's hard to implement, seek some advice on, you know, how you shared this with me and I'm struggling to implement it. I'm struggling to even see reason with it. How did you take that approach? Like, what was your mindset? I know sometimes in, even in our conversations, I'm so inquisitive with you because mm-hmm. you'll say certain things and I'll be like, Ash, like, why is your mind like that? Like, what are you thinking? Like, like what what drove you to that mental conclusion? You just be inquisitive about that advice because you have to ensure that it is just as important and it can play a role for your own healing. You know, every advice is not great advice for everybody. So we have to be respectful of that as well. Right. And talking about, you know, deciphering and like finding good friendships and during your healing journey, you know, like how would you say Chanel is like a really, we're talking about creating and navigating like healthy friendships. What would you say has helped you really use that discernment and decipher between like making and keeping like really good friends? Analyzing my current connections Mm -hmm. and realizing the times in my life that they've been there and the times in my life they've not been there especially when i have openly expressed my wounded self and i've not received the support that i hoped and i expected to receive from them and i have been probed to find out kind of why did you not show up for me when i was hoping you would and definitely not castigating that person to say, well, you did not show up for me, so I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. Because I don't know what was going on in their life at that time. I have to be frank with that. We are all going through our own situations. But if it was just a matter of, I think, true negligence, like you really didn't care about me and what I was going through wasn't even important for you to check in, 
then I could definitely see myself and I have done so pull myself away from those relationships. I'm the type of person who I'm a relationship and emotional hoarder. So I will want to hold on to that relationship. I want to fight for it. But then there's going to be a point in time where you where you just can't hold on anymore. And then with, you know, making and keeping good friends, shared interest, you know, if I go to a space, if I go to a, a networking event that I meet with somebody that I connect with, try to have some shared hobbies with, try to find out if I have shared hobbies with and then take that to an outside level, outside of that environment and make plans to connect, maybe go hiking, maybe grab coffee at a great um, cafe that's local. And also with my own circle of friends too, I think for me that's where I've made the strongest friendships and the most organic friends is I will hang out with one person and they'll introduce me to somebody else that um, is present at the same time that we're meeting and then we will even take our own initiative to, hey, let's hang out and do something else externally or all of us will do something together. So this has been like the ways that I have come to make and keep my friends is organically through um, internal introductions and networking events just not with that intention it has mainly been for business but I've made some friends off of that that we've just kind of piggyback off that event and staying connected and then in my own absent social circle like people that I really want to keep in my life and those that I want to like really take a step back on that on putting energy into that relationship I think that's important too. And I think one thing that a couple of things that I would also additionally add and how throughout my own life, how I've learned how to make and keep friends. And I will go back to it because it really is from it really is important. And for me, knowing yourself, you just have to once you fully know who you are, what you stand on, there is no way it it will just help you to decipher between okay do i match energies with this person is this person like do i does their presence feel good like are we able to have good communications can i see that okay this person in my life is going to again help me grow going to be there whatever depending on whatever type of friendships that you have too because you do have certain friend circles too like maybe your friend circles that you are your close close friends that you've met throughout college and high school and while you were in school then you also have your uh, work friends that's different too that you may you know hang out at certain work events and may not possibly hang out as much after or outside of work then they're not so much in your inner circles and then you also have your friend groups within your if you for those of you that are you know religious and have a church community like your friendships like within you know your church communities too i know some people like kind of blend all of those together and some people like to keep them separate but again it's just knowing yourself and knowing what type of person you are and how you want to just navigate through your own life you know what and what's important to you too and i think growing up because of the things that have happened in my childhood that i'm now peeling back and learning about that has helped me realize I did not know myself very well like I thought I did and that caused me to have certain friendships that I wouldn't probably be otherwise friends with people that I wouldn't probably be otherwise friends with had I if I had known myself more 
you know, because when you're so young, you're just easily influenced and you're kind of just, especially if you just don't know how to stand on your own very well, it's really easy for you to just kind of go with the crowd and just kind of follow, oh yeah, you're going here, I'm going to go here too, or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this too, without having that second um, thought and be like, wait, do I really want to do this? The confidence to make those decisions on your own to say, well, this doesn't really look like something I want to do. Exactly. And the more that I'm learning and the more that I'm growing into myself, the more that I'm now getting, gaining that confidence to be like, okay, the friendships that I have now, like, I know that they are there and I'm happy. And I'm also willing, now that I'm knowing, learning how to know myself even more and stepping into that confidence and that independence, open to making new friends. And these are the things that I stand on. And if we vibe, we vibe. And if we don't vibe, we don't vibe. We can go separate ways there so many people in the world that you can cross paths with and choose to be friends you know it it takes a lot to invest in a relationship with somebody i mean the time the energy the conversation their financial resources it takes quite a bit and if you're not willing to be there for a long time in my life then there's no need for us to go down that road like before it was as i said Oh, we met and we are vibing and we have great conversation. There are certain things that we can do together. We want to sit and it has mainly been before just sit and grab coffee, sit and grab a glass of wine, sit and grab some dinner, lunch, whatever that case would be. And then we move on with our lives. But for me, I'm getting older and I have seen the value of friends in my own life and just how I want them to show up for me and how I want to show up for them. I want them to know that. I am there. I'm not just a number in their phone. I am not just a contact that they can say, oh, I know, I know Chanel. I would not want it to be that way. I want women in my life, friends in my life that I can just be myself, be completely me and feel so free in that space. And some people can challenge that. Some people can definitely challenge that. So there are common obstacles and challenges that we encounter in friendships. And even when we even think of healing, could you touch on that for a bit? What is your perspective in that space? I think when there's conflict and disagreements, I, I am pers- I'm very big on you dealing it, you taking it up with that person individually. Because with friendships, and you know us women, we like to talk, 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 and we like to, (laughs) not all, but, you know, majority of this, because how we, you know, we can be, we like to bring everyone else's opinions before officially, like, addressing it with that person. And just from my own personal experiences, that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a problem with someone, I, and I would expect, again, once you continue to know yourself, you set this expectation for yourself, too. If there's something that you're doing that I don't like, I would rather just come to you and address it. Right. There's no need for me to um, stoop to any child, yeah. childish behavior. Yeah, there's no need for me to... And this was a big thing back in the day, like sub, like Twitter subliminal messages or like posting certain yeah. things on your story, <laughs> like just the way social media has really like influenced all of this and these relationship dynamics in general is just so interesting to me. But 
again, like, I I would expect that if you have a problem with me, come to me about it. Come directly. And let's have a nice civilized conversation where we can sit and we can share our own disagreements. This is what happened. This is the way that I see that this happened. And, And another thing, too, with conflict and disagreements is you also have to be open to sit down. Well, both people have to be open to sit down and listen to what the other person has to say. Because if one person is is trying to be honest and trying to have a very fruitful discussion and the other person is just wants wants you to just hear what they have to say and there's no if, ands, or buts about that, then we're going to have a problem. It's not healthy because only one person is really honestly trying to either mend things or come to a conclusion or get an understanding or closure from that misunderstanding matter whatever it was probably and nobody's really getting a resolution for what they come for so it's it's, it's not a productive end and nobody likes conflict nobody likes to be criticized nobody likes to for someone to tell them like or you did this that you know pointing the finger and all that but you also have to be open to taking criticism and taking constructive criticism from someone if you if someone is coming to you or calling you out on something you know try your best not to lash out just take it in or be like hey and it's also important to the time and place for bringing up these conversations it's not when it comes to conflicts and disagreements it's not something you do in front of a whole group of people right. it's not something you do when oh you're at an event or you're celebrating someone and you're like i'm going to pull you yeah. to the side and talk about x y and z right. no you find another time you find you communicate again work on your communication or understand how you communicate and how you would like to be communicated to and communicate with that person and say hey I've noticed that our vibe or energy is off I've noticed that you know we don't talk as much I've noticed that it's a one-sided relationship can we set a time to talk about this do you want to do it versus um, on on a phone call do you want to do a FaceTime or if you live near each other can we go have coffee or go to dinner and talk about it it's just again like being like once you know yourself like it's just so much easier to have these types of conversations and be open to taking criticism and be opening to evolving and growing and as a person especially if someone's coming to you and saying this is how they feel when you do x and this is how you're it's impacting them and then you can then be like, oh, I can see that. Right. Oh, I can. And be open-minded. If you're, if Again, if both people are not open to doing that, there's just no, point. no point. That is so, so many great things you just said on that. And the last part of it, in my mind, I'm thinking somebody might say, well, why would I want to do all of this for a friend, for friendship? This is one of the purest, good standing relationships in your life and yes it sounds in a romantic way if you had a romantic partner somebody that you chose to be in your life you would do that with them if there was conflict you'd want to sit down and talk to them your friends there is difference in that connection of course but why would you not want to do that with them why would you not want to do that hard conversation to set the record straight to mend things with them Again, this is somebody that you have chosen or you are not even taking a more intentional step to choose. Let that person see, I value you in my life. I want to keep you in my life. 
let's have a mature conversation about it and again not everybody will be in that same space so we know for sure in relationships there are you know those challenges where misunderstandings happen um, you are different places of healing there are probably unresolved issues that, as you mentioned that nobody wants to talk about and people are scared to even talk about and sometimes even a lack of maturity from where you come from it has just not been something that you know how to deal with conflict in that space or how to deal with misunderstanding and different relationships how to really place that value and to have your hard conversations you probably just know how to ignore it or to try to let your voice be heard but Again, a relationship, a, a friendship that you know you value, something that you really, you really want to talk through and work out without the fear of vulnerability because you might be thinking that I don't want to put myself on the spot. I don't want to seem so weak by having that conversation. But again, it's somebody that you treasure in your life. It's, it's I'm going to have that conversation with you and I'm going to let you know that I value you as a person in my life and I don't want to lose you as a person. So how can we fix things and if there isn't a way that you see a resolution then we can decide that we can walk away from each other's life but at least an attempt was made to mend that space exactly and to even add on and conclude on that too there's nothing more than having a peace of mind showing that this is a person that i value in my life and and if there's a conflict i tried my absolutely best to mend it and if that person's not willing to, then of course, you know, you did say like friendship breakups. Sometimes they do have to happen mm-hmm. and it hurts. I didn't know that was a thing, but it sure does. Mm-hmm. And it hurts. But at the same time, it's way better to have a peace of mind. You will have peace of mind knowing that you tried and knowing that you took steps and efforts to mend it versus you just kind of letting it fade away. Like you actually took steps, you know, and again, it's just knowing yourself and just knowing that okay this person this our season has ended and making peace with that and also forgiving too i also wanted to touch on briefly just and concluding with forgiving when you do meet with that person and and have conflicts and knowing that okay we've discussed this this is how we're moving forward and not to bring it up again or like use it to use it as a weapon yeah when you're in in the heat of an argument or anything like that because that's not okay no the person you guys have decided to talk about it leave it in the shadows and as ash shared earlier you don't want to make it feel like a personal attack having a conversation in a group of other friends that is not even aware of you guys having a misunderstanding or having a little bit of conflict nobody needs to know about that if you want to have somebody else confiding that won't bring it up to the entire circle and just get some advice from them because the person knows the both of you or however how many people are involved in that drama or situation and just be a listening ear of support and good advice sure but let it be private based on the type of conflict the type of situation that you're having with that person it just helps to go deeper into your friendships exactly and going deeper into our friendships (laughs) going into that like strategies for healing together and staying connected throughout like all seasons of life honestly i think it's really just communication and the more quality time that you spend i would and i would also say the same way that you 
are building your relationship with your significant other and you ask your significant other, for example, what are their love languages, learn the love languages of your friends. I absolutely love that. Yes. What do your friends love? What do you love? How do you like to receive love? How do your friends like to receive love? Yeah. Of course, on a more platonic way, but... Right. <laughs> exactly. But again, it's, it's, you're, it's somebody that you're choosing to share that space with right. because over time you're... You are young and you feel like you have all the time and all the energies in the world, but trust me, and we are not that old, guys. I'm sh yeah, we are not that old, so we're not talking like old soul folks. But it's just that once you get to a certain point in your life, you just become better at understanding what matters to you mm -hmm. and who you want in your space, who you feel comfortable, you know, sharing those vulnerabilities with, who you are, as you said asking the love languages, asking those deep questions like you really want to connect with that person. Like, what are your fears? If I take you to go on an adventure on the toughest um, spring bridge in the world, will you want to cross that with me? Because I'm an adventure junkie. So mm -hmm. will you want, I will want my friends there with me, but would you feel okay with that? You know, asking the questions that can make you guys feel connected over time, you know, express your fears, show empathy and show appreciation for the effort that that person is also making because it's again their time they can choose to spend it elsewhere and i'll give that to you so just ensure that you're showing the full appreciation of value of that person in your life let them really feel like you value them right and some practical like tips we can share again is is first and foremost and i always keep saying this i continue to get to know yourself because the more you get to know yourself, the more you get to know, the more you know exactly what Chanel said, what matters to you, what core values mean to you. You won't be so easily influenced with things. You'll have be you'll be able to have better like discernment when it comes to reading people and looking out for certain character traits. Um, and also learning what treating yourself and being kind to yourself in a way that you would how others would like to be treated like that golden rule treat others how you want to be treated you know so and work on the communication and spending quality time i mean i know with social media and people living in other areas of the world and everything like if you truly value someone in your life then the simple phone call or a text or um if you live close to each other, going out for lunch or dinner or hanging out at home and just chilling, talking, painting, drinking wine, making dinner together, hanging out, going in the jacuzzi, whatever. Um, you, if you make time for what's important to you. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Make important time for that. I would like to add on that space, being honest and authentic with each other, too. You know, you don't want to have a facade I know that I have felt like an imposter in some relationships and I felt like I couldn't be myself in certain relationships, friendships, because there seemed to be an overarching expectation of something else from me, from maybe a more professional standard, maybe from a more financial standpoint, maybe from a more always proactive and present, but not in a productive way. And I... I wasn't I was giving because I wanted to give and I wanted the person to know that I was there for them but was it my realest self not really so being honest with your friends um practicing patience you know we started that conversation on healing healing in friendships sometimes your friends are going through things and 
<laughs> one of the common things that we know friends are there for is when we're going through romantic relationships and we're having difficulties with those and we're dating and those dating relationships are failing or those romantic relationships are failing and you have that good old friend that you go to for advice on the same matter again and again and again and that person is just there to support and listen to you showing patience but you know as ashley said there we have to set boundaries we have to let that friend know you are making consistently bad decisions mm -hmm. like let's have a real conversation about that i know that okay there has to be a change there has to be a change and encourage them to find some healthy coping mechanisms some healthy coping spaces some healthy ways to as you have said over and over again know thyself love thyself be comfortable with thyself and be confident in the decisions that you will make for yourself so that you and your friends have more synchronization in your life in your space mm -hmm. exactly yeah <laughs> well just to kind of like you know conclude and to recap and what we want to encourage everyone again as chanel just mentioned a re reinforcing is really learn to love yourself everyone when in that in that especially in this healing with within your relationships with your friends is just continue to know yourself and it do, it is okay if you are at different seasons in your life with the people that are close to you and it is okay if certain seasons have to come to an end and we want to acknowledge that friendship breakups are a real thing and it is important to take the time to grieve that friendship leaving, especially if it's one that has been years of you've known each other since you were in middle school or elementary school and now you're a working adult and you're in your 30s or your 40s or whatever um, and older than that. But it is really important to, to, to take that time to yourself to just analyze that relationship again, process it look at peel back that layer within that friendship and say okay what worked what didn't work and encouraging everyone to learn to practice communication learning the love languages of your friend making time for those these are again like i chanel mentioned these are important people in your life outside of your significant other outside of your family that you have to lean on and as I've mentioned, like I, my close friends, I consider them my sisters outside of my family. And that's how I want it to be, knowing that I can count on them, knowing that they'll be there for me. If I need something, they're there. And I'm, and I am likewise reciprocating that respect, reciprocating that energy, reciprocating that support with them. And that's what I would like to leave everyone with and just continuing to practice that. It's not easy the things that we're talking about but again we're just wanting to continue this conversation continue and shed light on this and create a safe space for us to talk about these things because they are important they are definitely very important to shaping the way that we show up in the world the way that we are there for each other as i said in the beginning my friends are so important to me and i don't always show that so this week that is how i will be soothing her I am going to make an intentional effort to call five of my friends. So if I have not spoken to you for a minute and I randomly call you whenever <laughs> you might have listened to the episode, you are one of those five people. <laughs> so I'm going to check in with five of my good friends this week. And as you said, friendships that have gone way back from primary school, elementary school, as they call it here in the U.S. And 
friends from college, friends that I have worked on building relationships with over the last 10 years, and it has kind of um, fluctuated in terms of um, contact and check-in. Just see where they are, you know, just do a, just do a check-in. And if there's anything to celebrate because of how long we've spoken, celebrate those milestones with them, like encourage them, share them on, oh, just hear where they are in life and how we can be better. Do we even want to be better for each other? Of course, try to figure that out because by me checking in, it's, you know, people that I have on my heart that I would want to keep having a consistent presence in my life. But are they at a stage in their life that they want that relationship with me? I don't know that. So those calls will be an examination of the impasse we are at our adult life. Do we continue as friends holding hands joyfully down that road? Or do we say happy holidays and have a beautiful life? I'm here. You have my number. You have my email. You have my contact. You have me on Instagram if you want me. But I know that we will not be investing as much energy into that relationship anymore exactly exactly that and how i will be soothing her this week is again for me my own personal journey has really been just continuing to step into that confidence continue to step in stepping into that independence and it is going to be just taking a look and evaluating the current friendships that i have right now and even in my own healing journey and what i'm healing from and realizing okay how are ways that i i could be better in showing up is it is it more checking in as chanel mentioned or is it reevaluating our friendships and realizing certain things have been one-sided and reaching out to that person say hey i just been noticing this pattern can we talk about it you know um and again for me just learning how to learning just more about who I am and stepping into that and what I stand on and knowing and being confident and comfortable that within this healing journey, some seasons do have to end and some, and some, um, friendships or circles that I do have to step away from during at this time, because, um, just to protect my own peace and protect my own comfort and being confident in that and being, knowing that, not everyone is for me and I'm not for everyone. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I would, I'm also going to journal, like when I have those phone calls, journal what I discuss with them, like write their name down and journal the type of conversation that I have with them. I, Cause I would really like to see how that panel, like the things that I discovered, just as you said, how do I please that person in my life right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you all for tuning in and listening to us as we discuss, you know, how we are healing from friendships and the different topics that we have discussed on this episode, you know, defining what healing looks like in the friendship, the value of friendship, the influences that they our friendships have on our healing journeys, making and keeping good friends, dealing with conflict and friendship breakups and how we can stay we can all practice and learn how to stay connected as we are in our healing journey and if we are experiencing or just at different seasons in our lives and i really appreciate it again tune in every week on tuesdays we release new episodes we would love to hear from you if you have any questions or if you yourself are struggling from how to heal within friendships or have certain questions on how to navigate certain situations please email us at soothing 
her at gmail.com we would love to read your story and possibly answer them on the podcast and have a, a cool like q a but thank you so much for all of your support our friends out there we love you all and thank you for following us and helping us on this journey yes thank you guys so much for another beautiful week leaving you with find a group of people who challenge and inspire you and spend as much time loving supporting them and as we continue to do the same we hope that this continues to inspire you as well until next episode yes until next episode (laughs) take care y'all